there's a lot of confusion, even conflicting information out there in the world at large and even in the Christian world among different groups of believers around what exactly will happen when Jesus comes again. And that's not unique to our era. Ever since the days of the New Testament, there have been all sorts of confusions and deceptions flying through the air. And fortunately for us, the apostles of Jesus addressed those head-on in such a way that they taught those first followers of Jesus how to be able to tell the difference between what's true and what's false. Between what is certain, what is uncertain, and what needs to be rejected entirely. And if we'll hear what they taught them in those days, we'll learn how to navigate some of the confusion around the end times, as they're so often referred to in our own day. Just listen to what Jesus' apostle John wrote in the New Testament letter of 1 John, chapter 4, beginning with the first verse. He said, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this, you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard was coming and now is in the world already. Little children, you are from God and have overcome them, for he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. They are from the world. Therefore, they speak from the world, and the world listens to them. We are from God. Whoever knows God listens to us. Whoever is not from God does not listen to us. By this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. In the original context, likely coming from the tail end of the first century AD, the Apostle John was combating a false teaching that Jesus didn't actually come in the flesh. So that was a pretty clear test that he could give those early followers of Jesus, that if anybody comes along, they might say they're a Christian. They might speak in a church. They might even quote from scriptures. But if they deny that Jesus came in the flesh, that's not Christian. That is anti-Christian. That is not coming from God's Holy Spirit of truth. That is a spirit of error. And you shouldn't listen to them. And they could tell the difference because anybody that taught something that so blatantly conflicted with what Jesus' apostles taught, with what they had heard them preach, with what they had read, that they had written as inspired by God's Holy Spirit in the letters, sermons, and letters, that we still reference today every time we read the New Testament. So there's the challenge and opportunity for us in discussing any spiritual matter, any question of Scripture, but especially when it comes to the coming of the Lord, we need to test the spirits. Because there are religious groups in our world today that claim to be Christian, but deny that Jesus is God's son, deny that he bodily rose from the dead. 
There are groups out there that discuss the coming of the Lord, but they do so in ways and terms that don't adhere to what Jesus and his apostles said about when he comes. They might strategically use scriptures in some ways, but the things that they teach conflict with what the apostles actually said. Let me give you a relatively small, seemingly innocuous example, but one that might just help prove the point. When discussing the coming of the Lord, it's very common among believers today to refer to that as the rapture. Now, if you happen to have a Bible app on your phone like I do, pull out that app, whatever translation it is you normally use, and look up that word. Search for how many times the word rapture appears. If, like me, you use the English Standard Version, the result is zero. If you use the New International Version, the result is zero. If you use the King James Version or the New King James Version, zero. The word rapture doesn't appear in the Bible at all. When Jesus and his apostles taught about the coming of the Lord, they never referred to it as the rapture. Yet that idea has so permeated Christian thought that you hear believers refer to it almost on a daily basis as though that's shorthand to describe all of these things around the coming of the Lord when the name itself isn't even a name that Jesus or his apostles use. So why does that matter? Certainly, we have ways of referring to things that aren't exactly like they referred to it back then. It's very common to hear the Father, Son, and Spirit referred to as the Trinity, and that's not a word that's ever used in the Bible either. Well, it matters because if we allow ourselves to think in those sorts of categories that are entirely foreign to Scripture, we might just be bringing with those words some ideas that aren't actually what Jesus and the apostles said. Some of the confusion, some of the conflicting information out there might not actually be from what Scripture itself says, but from some of these man-made things that we bring along with us. Now, I'll be perfectly honest. Even just sticking to what Jesus and the apostles say, there are some things about the coming of the Lord that will still be unclear. Some things that we're not entirely sure how to understand, things where there are more than one perfectly reasonable, valid ways for good and honest people to interpret them. So over the course of this Daily Devo series, we won't be able to answer every question that you have because there's some things about the coming of the Lord that we just don't know. And we won't know until he comes. But if you as a follower of Jesus find this topic to be alarming, if you find the topic to be scary, if you find it to be confusing, if it's something that you as someone who teaches Sunday school or even preaches sermon are afraid to talk about, that's something we can address. Because if we test the spirits and brush away some of that baggage and truly get back to what Jesus and his apostles say, then what we find in their teachings about the coming of the Lord is hope. Because he who is in us as followers of Jesus is greater than he who is in the world. Because Jesus has already overcome the world. So we can explore these things. And even though we might not be able to answer every question, we will learn we do not need to be afraid.